What's going on, people? Welcome back, welcome back. Yes, yes, yes. What's going on, people? Myself, Lex. Shubs here. What are you telling me? Back with another episode. Always good to be back. That's it. That's it. I'm here, man. How you been, bro? Yeah, I'm all right, man. Um, hmm. Just been busy. Yeah, life. Busy, busy, busy. Life is busy and it's not stopping anytime soon, yeah. is it? You just got to keep going. Yeah, I can't complain though. It's better to be busy than idle, right? No, hundred percent. Idle hands work make for the devil's work. Yeah, exactly that. You know what so. I'm saying? So hmm. Been on my phone, fam. Bear. Yeah, the screen time is crazy, right? Screen time's through the roof. Screen time's crazy. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? But we could we could talk about that later, later <laughs> on a different time. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. What are you saying though? Nothing much, man. Um, to be fair, yesterday um I was at Go Ape mm. and that kind of do you know what? Yeah, when you're at Go Ape, <laughs> so so basically, just for those who haven't been Go Ape, right? It's a outdoor um challenge and it's like there's ropes and all this stuff in the trees and there's obstacle courses all up in the sky and stuff. And like there's three levels, right? So level one is hard as it is. And level level two, one is not hard though. Level one is hard. Have you been to the one yeah. in Battersea Park? Yeah, it's not hard. Level three is hard. Okay, well I'm scared of heights, so I don't care what Alex says. So cool. Level one is pretty hard. Level two is freaking hard. And level three is beeping hard. But anyways, um, while you're there, you kind of go in groups of like 14, 15. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, well not sometimes, all the time you have to wait. For there's always someone ahead of you, right? Or there's yeah. always people ahead of you. Yeah. So sometimes you have to wait for um the next person. And sometimes the person ahead of you could be so scared and having a panic attack and mm-hmm. everything that you gotta wait. So you're up there in the sky for a minute, right? Mm-hmm. And yesterday, bro, I was up there for a minute. Think about a lot of stuff. <laughs> so I got a few things to say today. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, just like first thing, first thing I wanna say is like obviously. Like I said, I'm scared of heights, right? Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where, like, I don't, I don't know where it is, yeah. but it's just even with the harnesses and everything, like I'm still scared. But one thing that I've noticed or that I've said to myself is like we always say, feel the fear and do it anyways, because mm-hmm. fear can really paralyze you into that like, inactivity. And there's one quote um, that I that I um, that I love from Will Smith. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a quotes guy. He was talking about, this was when he was about to do skydiving, right? Mm-hmm. And after he did it, and he was like, the best things in life are on the opposite side of fear, mm-hmm. which is just the reality of it. Because even after accomplishing it, you you feel so fulfilled after. Mm-hmm. You feel like, oh, wow, I overcame um, an obstacle or overcame a fear or something that mm. my mind was telling me not to do. But I still did it anyways. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's such a rewarding feeling. But when, like I said, when I was up there, it just made me think like this is the kind of perfect analogy to, analogy to life, if, if you know what I mean. Like a lot of the time, we're, we're just scared yeah. to, to to do stuff and we just yeah. hold ourselves back. So the backtrack, girl. So, you know, you said um, fear like basically freezes people. Um, basically... Obviously, you understand. We all understand what fear is. It's an, it's an emotional response, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the body basically becomes stressful. So when the body becomes stressful, um, a, a chemical called cortisol is released into your body, which is a poison, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I mean, you notice, know, like when people are 
like under stress or they're nervous, they start like, I don't know, they might start like twitching their leg or just doing some sort mm-hmm. of thing um, that make, makes them like look agitated basically. So I think first things first is understanding is being consciously aware that, you know, you're feeling stressful and, and just changing your response to that, do you know what I'm saying? Because, like, there's there's bare times where I've been, like, feeling like, well, I don't really get nervous, do you know what I'm saying? But there's bare times I'm thinking, like, I'm probably, like, a little bit scared, do you know what I'm saying? But, you know, internally, I'm like, oh, shit, like, what the fuck? But on the outside... I'm like a duck. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, like a duck swimming across a pond that you got bare yeah, stuff yeah, getting yeah, underneath. underneath. for sure. But on the surface, it's... Yeah. It's smooth glad. you got to be like a duck on the surface of the water. Mm. On the outside, you're calm and collected. But underneath, underneath that water, you're padding like a... Like a... Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a madman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, I wanted to just make that point. No, I definitely, definitely agree. And the other thing as well... Um, about fear is that when you do it, it's not as bad as it seems. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're after that, oh, that wasn't that bad. Yeah. So even like, for example, after doing level one, I was like, thank God that's done. Okay, yeah. cool. Level two, time to time to move on. Do you know what mm. I mean? And it just shows that also, like, life in general, it doesn't get easier. Mm. There's always more challenges to kind of overcome, more ways you can push yourself. You just never get too comfortable and you mm. always have to keep moving as yeah. well, which is something that, like, once again, perfect analogy of, of life, right? You can't just get too comfortable. You can't just be like, okay, cool. Well, I know there's more that life is expected and wanting from me, but I'm just going to ignore it. Do you mm. know what I mean? You have to pick up that call. Mm. You have to do what life is asking you to do. Otherwise, there'll be that kind of feeling inside you, like, I don't know. I won't say anxiety, but you're just like, there's... So wait. Yeah. It's like you're just uncomfortable because you know that there's something you need to do, but you're kind of procrastinating yeah. from actually doing it. But you know, like, I have to do it, but you're just trying to push it to the side and see how yeah. long you can go without it for. I think one, you, you, you sent something to me, right? And it got me thinking. And um, I was thinking, like, people, when it comes to fear, people should model their response from kids. Mm. No, right? I, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Because if you look at a kid, bro, they can be on a they can be on a four foot wall. Mm-hmm. They're gonna jump anyway because they they they're not scared. What what happens? How comes we as we go old get older, we just become more fearful? Right? Um I think obviously it's because as you like obviously between the ages of I think like well when, from when you're born to about 25, your brain your brain is still developing. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So throughout throughout those years, you know, you're learning, you're learning different things from the from the external environment. Mm. You're processing it, do you know what I'm saying? From from school, college, mm. university, in people's insecurities, adverts, social media, mm. outside opinions, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Molding you. And exactly, that's that's all molding you and then and shaping your response, your responses to things. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I think we then, obviously, that then seeps into our subconsciousness. So when we're faced with certain realities, such as, like, heights, bugs, I don't know, certain opportunities, we tend to overthink. Public speaking. Public speaking. <laughs> we tend to overthink and create this false sense of reality mm. <laughs> that's not that's not necessarily real. Yeah. 
because of because of all this information. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think it's that what you have to, is that is what people have to manage. Yeah, rewire. Do you know what I'm saying? For sure. You got you got yeah, you got to rewire it. And that's yeah. why like bringing bringing it like modern after after children, like children aren't fearful. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? They're so fearless. Like they will they will they will jump. Even yesterday I was seeing there was I, I went with a youth organization, right? Yeah. So I was with kids and yeah. there were a lot of kids around. Yeah. I'm like, wait, if this kid is doing this and like legit, I'm seeing like six year old, but that was for the junior ones, but even them as well, they're facing their fears and like mm. they're going for it. And funny enough, one of the people I was with, this young girl was like shouting at her and she's like, she's like 25, 26, mm. right? And she was having the biggest panic attack. Yeah. And then this young girl came to her saying, Go, woman. Like, what you, are you going to wait there for 600 years? Like, yeah. you need to make a move. Like, yeah. no one cares. Go, go, yeah, go. Literally. Like, she was legit shouting at her. Like, she got uh, like a spanking from this young girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, this young girl is like, telling her like, what are you waiting for? What are yeah. you scared of? But yeah. her mind's telling her, oh, don't do it. Don't. And yeah. funny enough, this was just the first step. Yeah. <laughs> like, this was legit. We got up the stairs. Mm. Now we're attaching a harness to to the rope and mm. it's take the first step. And that's and I think that's the thing. I think it's even just change. I think it's constantly changing your response, right? Mm-hmm. So obviously, the the twenty five year old woman, as you explained, was fearful of it mm. because I know she might have been scared of falling over, breaking a bone, or mm. whatever, right? But the kid just saw it as a bit of fun. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And I think you have to, you just have to how you view it. Yeah, take yeah. take a step back and just change your perception mm. on things. Do you know what I'm saying. So something like go ape. Okay, am I safe? Yes, I'm attached to a harness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's gonna happen? I'm not gonna fall and break my neck mm. because I'm attached to a harness. Okay, so if I fall, something's gonna catch me. Mm. What do I have to lose? How definitely, 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 and I that's what I was thinking about as well, right? Because. Mm. There's like so funny enough. I was with a guy who does parkour. Do you know what parkour is? No. It's like where they do like the whole running, jumping, like the whole mad stuff. Like oh, free running. Yeah, basically free yeah, running. Yeah. But they call it parkour as well, right? So like he was just like mad, fearless. I'm yeah. Like, give me some advice. Like how are you so fearless? Like yeah. Like he was doing way too much. You know. You know when people are doing way too much and you're like, listen, like if you do any more, like you gotta be careful because. Like now I'm I'm out here shaking, but mm. this guy's out here jumping and shit. I'm like, bro, like <laughs> relax, you know, like I'm on this rope as well. But <laughs> flipping, I just had to ask him, like, yo, like, why are you like so fearless? Mm. Like, why? Like, give me some advice. It's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. firstly, you're attached to a harness. These guys are gonna make sure you don't kill yourself. So you're fine, in it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But it's just your brain that like, is so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. There's not actually realizing that. Worst comes to worst, like you'll just be hanging in the air. But you're not mm. gonna drop. You're not gonna mm-hmm. die. Do you know what I mean? But how can you apply that to life now? For example, taking an opportunity. For example, us leaving a le- leaving a job to mm. to fulfill your passion. You ask yourself, what's the worst that's gonna happen? Mm. And you weigh out the pros and cons. As simple as that. And I think that's that's um like I think it's so obviously I failed what I failed my very first year of college, right? And then. I just said, you know what? I failed. What's the worst that's going to happen? I retake. Okay, I've got another opportunity. If I mm. fail again, what's the worst that's going to happen? I retake. Yeah, I'm going to be behind my peers, but I'm not dead. Mm. I, I think that's work. what it is. I Jump think in. with fear, there's like fear of failure, fear of success as well. I think fear of success is actually what holds a lot of people back without actually realizing it. Because 
there's a lot of psychological rewiring you need to do mm-hmm. to achieve success. And I feel like environment plays such a huge role. For example, when we talk about money, right? What mm-hmm. the people, what's the first thing people say about money? It's the root of evil. <laughs> Why is it the root of all evil? Why is money not seen as something that can offer you convenience, yeah. co- comfort, help you feed your family, help you take your family, mm. put your family in a better position? That's all things that were were all programmed to think, right? And then as you grow up, you start like, bro, like some people are legit scared to make money, bro. Like some people just want to have enough. My, that they don't feel like they're cheating the world. So my question is, if you're like, this is about even be a bit controversial, but it's like, cool. If you're scared of being successful, scared of making money, do you even deserve it? <laughs> I feel like everyone is like, if you're not like, if you're if you're that fearful that it cripples you, then do you deserve it? I feel like, end of the day, everyone deserves an opportunity. Everyone deserves. To fulfill their passion. I don't I don't disagree with you. Yeah, for sure. But not everyone's gonna actualize it. And it's the people that it's the people that actualize it, the mm. ones that get it. Do you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah, yeah. everyone who gets it, like end of the day, in life you get what you take. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's just the reality of it. Yeah. Everyone has a sad story. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But everyone makes something out of or some people don't even choose to, but those yeah. who make something out of their their situations are the ones who enjoy the fruits of their labor at the end of the day. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, if yeah. you let fear cripple you, you actually can't complain because once again, a lot of us know what we need to do to get into the position we're in. Yeah. But we just avoid it. We procrastinate. We make excuses up. We tell ourselves we can't do it. Mm. We tell ourselves we're not worthy. We tell ourselves we're not deserving of it. But if you look at the people doing it, they're no different from you. Do you know what I'm saying? And you know what it is? Like a lot of... Um... I see, uh, like, a lot of... I've seen a lot of videos online talking about, like, affirmations, mm-hmm. positive affirmations, all that stuff, right? I'm going to be honest. I think talking to yourself in the mirror is corny, mm. right? But if you look at, like, some of the most successful people, they they do, they write down affirmations, I think you know it's saying? more self-talk, and that's also one thing. But, it's still, but you're still affirming yourself. No, of course, yourself, of course, you know of saying? course. And, like... It might seem corny to you, but you might also talk to yourself and affirm things in a different yeah, way. Yeah. So, so let me, so let me just understand my point, right? So yeah. I got, so I got a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and like he's probably like a like an older brother to me, and he's thirty one, has his own has his own business. Um, I walked into his office, yeah. I was like, yo, like, where's my man? They're like, oh, he's in the other office, isn't it? Like his own private office. I walked in, thought he was writing his own affirmations. I said, yeah. Yeah. Say no more. I respect it mm-hmm. because, like, his journey, right? Like, he's just done a he's just done a madness. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And and he's he's good. Yeah. Like, he's, he's very very good. Do you know what I'm saying? So I thought, so that got me thinking. Like, right, okay, like it might be corny, but I have to do it too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but bro, even me, for example, like you you see that I started using post-it notes. Yeah, I legit write post-it notes of like like inspirational quotes or just saying yeah. stuff to myself yeah. and. Yeah. I think it's so important to do stuff like that because you have to see it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And you, the more you say it, the more you get comfortable 100. doing it. And also just in general, man, like even once again, when I was up there, like I was giving myself a whole lot of pep talks. Yeah. I, like, I was like, come on, boy, you're doing it. I'm proud yeah, of you. Yeah, da, 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 yeah, da, da, yeah. Da. Yeah. Like you're facing your fears. Look at you. You're overcoming barriers. Yeah. A lot of the time people are there, up there saying, why the fuck did you choose to do this? Yeah. Like, I just want to go home. Da, 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 da. Mm. And once again, that's that's part of rewiring. Do you know what mm. I mean? How you talk to yourself is so important mm. because like, 
if you're talking yourself down, mm-hmm. like it's just as simple as this. If you don't talk your shit, who's gonna talk talk it for no, you? Facts. Like self love is the best type of love. Like if facts. you don't appreciate yourself, if you're yeah. not nice to yourself, who do you expect to be nice to you? Like how yeah. you are internally reflects mm. how you are externally. And there's a lot of internal work that we have to keep on doing because like the more confident you feel in yourself, mm-hmm. the more you, you can offer to the world. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't really come from like external factors. Yeah. It doesn't come from what you drive yeah. or what you wear. Yeah. It comes from how you feel yeah. and you start to radiate that. So yeah. self-talk is so important, whether that's affirmations, constantly telling yourself you're worthy, you're deserving, yeah. that you are love, you are love, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's the kind of stuff that kind of helps you overcome so much trauma mm. and so many things that have been projected to you mm. over life because, it, yeah, it's just so so many things are kind of how you just grow up and you just take it like that, but you need to make sure that you're doing that work so you can put yourself in that kind of position. And just, just, well. just on your point of rewiring, I was actually listening to a podcast yesterday. I was driving somewhere. Um, <clears throat> listened to a podcast yesterday and um, it basically said like, if you only rewire your brain, right? There's basically there's a specific chemical that actually like invokes that rewiring of your brain and that and, and a behavior, right? Um, so like let's say for example, you know, if you can't if you can't study for long periods of time, mm-hmm. right? The, 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 the guy basically said, okay, like every day for ten minutes, like sit still and just meditate. Do you know what I'm saying? Right? And then he basically said by doing that every day. Um, a chemical in your brain, like literally right at the base of your, what's this, what's this, your skull, whatever it's called, isn't it? Right at the back here, a chemical will be released. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it will go around all the central nervous system. But then when you actually sleep, that's when the rewiring will take place. Do you know what I'm saying? So over time, being able to sit still for 10 minutes will just be like child's work, you know, mm-hmm. child's play, do you know what I'm saying? Um, so I can't remember what, what, what the podcast is called, but it's just like, I guess we can relate it to just building the habit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying yeah, by doing the same, sure. by doing the same thing over and over again, mm-hmm. it becomes it becomes second nature. Mm-hmm. And basically, like he basically described the brain, like the brain likes to do things and not think about it. it likes to automate yeah. things and tasks. You know what I'm saying. So, like you know, have have like bro, haven't you been in even in the library and you found it difficult to work? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? For long periods of time, right? And it's basically saying that because you're kind of forcing yourself, you're becoming agitated. Mm-hmm. You're becoming frustrated. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's basically just like, yeah. So if you and you rewire your brain, similar to just building habits, like just do the same thing, same thing over and over again. And like, yeah, it's going to feel sh- a bit shit and it's going to be difficult, but there's a certain point that you're going to reach and it's just going to get easier and yeah. easier and easier. Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah. No, facts. And... Another fear that cripples people as well is fear of judgment. Like a lot of people, and and it's so funny because I'm not sure if you saw what I posted on, from TikTok, the people with main character syndrome that no. think um, it was so funny where they think that everyone is watching them. They think everyone cares this and all that stuff. But the reality is no one actually cares. Do you know what like, it is? <laughs> Do you know what it is? Yeah. It's either one or two things, right? No one's watching you or the people who are watching you are either hating or supporting. Sorry, one of three things. Either hating or supporting. Do you know what I'm saying? So whoever's watching, give them a show. That's like, that's honestly how I see it. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? If, if, fam, if people are watching, let them watch. Give, like, give them something to watch. For sure. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, For sure. But I also feel like, and this is one thing 
like we're in so much echo chambers that like sometimes you need to take yourself out of it and like this is why I kind of love traveling as well because mm-hmm. when you go to a new environment and you notice that <laughs> but even just in general like I don't I don't know if it's me but like people are going through stuff mm-hmm. like you're the least of their worries like mm-hmm. so many people are just caught up thinking people actually care about what they do like like and this is I'm I'm talking from like personal experiences as well like there's legit times where even on social media I won't want to post things because I'm like raw flipping I can't let them see that side of me or I can't be that person or mm. I got to stick to this type of look or brand or whatever it is but bro really and truly no one cares like yeah. even when people you see people watching your story and there might be a lot of people some of them are just swiping through it, bro. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, no one's actually taking it in, digesting it, and being like, oh, like, raw, Shiv is doing this. Why is he doing that? Yeah. Or maybe they are, but who cares anyways? Do you know what I mean? And um, I feel like once you kind of let go, like, when you have that fuck it mentality, right? And it's like, I'll do what I want, and I don't care what anyone thinks. Mm. The freedom is crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, the freedom is actually mental. And that just gives you so much room to grow. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's like you're actually noticing that you got to become the best person you mm-hmm. can be, mm-hmm. regardless of what people are going to say or what people are going to think. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone's like, oh, why is he doing that? Why is he trying that? But at the end of the day, bro, when you get to your destination, mm-hmm. everyone's going to be like, ah, oh, I knew you could make it. Mm. I knew it was possible. I'm so proud of you. But if you just let people talk you out of it or you let people kind of... Like hold you back mm. <laughs> You're not gonna get anywhere Do you know what I mean Um, My thing is It's like cool If you're not If you're not in My circle of respect Like You can do one But even your circle of respect A lot of people project stuff And that's one thing I've noticed Cause One thing I, Like A lot of the times There'll be so many like, I don't know how to explain it bro but I'm a I'm a high agency person, right? Mm-hmm. And high agency means that someone who does things on their own accord, uses their own initiative. They mm-hmm. don't wait for anyone to tell them what to do. They're they're independent thinkers. They're yeah. people who think for themselves. And I've had to become that person because if I wait for permission, and at the end of the day, I don't actually need permission from anyone. There's all imagine imaginary rules. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like there's like who makes the rules? Do you know what I'm saying? You don't need permission from anyone to be yourself yeah and once i noticed that because bro a lot of the times like you try and follow certain steps or even just in general like how we are now people will say we're being disruptive but who says you can't start a podcast who says you can't start a business who says you have to work 10 years in industry then move out Mm. and start your own business who says that who makes the rules do you know what i'm saying Mm. and if you wait for people that you respect to give you the green light and say yeah, bro, that's a good idea. You should do it. Mm-mm. End it's of the day, you just end up waiting. Do you know what I mean? When I'm saying circle respect, it's not necessary waiting for permission, right? But like, I know like my people who I keep around me have my best interest at heart. So it's like, obviously from their, from their, from perspective, their perspective, from their perspective, the right? Thing. So obviously it's like, cool, when they talk, I'm not just going to be so quick to just shut down mm. an idea. Mm. I'm going to listen. Yeah. I'm going to rebuttal and we'll discuss. But if it's like a follower on my gram or no, follow on my sure. snap, bro, I'll, I'll block and delete, fam. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, who are you? You can't, tell me, you can't talk shit to me. No, for sure. Do you know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. I definitely, definitely agree Basically. with you on that. It's always good to, to get feedback and 
get yeah. people's opinions. But yeah, at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for you, what you no, know. 100%. And even if it doesn't work out, at least you can say, listen, I gave you a shot. Yeah. Everyone said no. But the best thing you can do is bet on yourself. That's when the odds are really in your favor. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to bet on yourself and always make sure that you're doing what what's best for you. Do you know what I mean? 100%. And there's so many examples of people that that bet on themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, I was even watching, um, I was even watching um, 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 a TikTok video. You know, RD, that mm-hmm. artist. Bro, Donnie was writing, writing his bars on the, in the Amazon shift. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, one, no one told him to do that. He said, you know what? Like, yeah, I'm working, but I'm still going to do my thing. Bro, life is... You know, he break, he's broken through. You know, life is mad. Like, 100. Life is mad. And this is the thing. A lot of people don't see it, bro. Mm. A lot of people don't see it. A lot of people just see RD. Ah, uh, he made one, two tunes. He done a tune with T.O. Wayne. It blew up, da, da, da. But, bro, like you said, ducks, bro. No one sees what's below the surface. That's what I'm saying. Do you know what I mean? And as soon as you get above the surface, that's when people are like, cast, casting judgments and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, bro... If only they actually knew what it took. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if only they, they knew what it took. The hours, bro. Know, the rewiring man. and all that kind of stuff. And that's also why, like, in general, you just got to be empathetic mm-hmm. and, like, understanding of, of people in general. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. once again, back to go eight. That's also one thing that I learned a lot because, bro, when I was there waiting, I waited in one by one station or whatever you want to call it. For about 20, 30 minutes, right? Because mm-hmm. this girl right in front of me was taking her time. Mm. And for me, it's easy for me to be frustrated, right? Mm-hmm. And be like, why are they taking so long? Mm. Duh, 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 duh. But when you get there and you're like, rah, okay, mm. <laughs> I see why it took so long. Do you know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. the thing. It's so easy to cast judgment when you're not in that position. But when you get there and mm-hmm. you see like, okay, this is why this person was there for so long. Mm. Like, this is actually really scary. It's mm. so easy for you to talk when you're not in that person's shoes. 100%. Do you know what I mean? And 100%. that's one thing I feel like a lot of people need to develop as well, like emp- being empathetic, like yeah. having empathy for other people, regardless of if you're going through their situation or you've been through that situation, just understand that everyone's going through something and it's not easy for anyone. And, and having that emotional though, intelligence as well. Do you know a lot of people... Um, have emotional intelligence or have some sort of ability to display empathy, right? But a lot of people are selfish. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, like, have, haven't you noticed here, yeah, whenever you're going through a situation, wherever, wherever it may be, people are always like, oh, I will do this, I'll yeah, do that, yeah, I'll yeah, do yeah. this. That's one thing I actually had to work on. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it is so bad. It, it is. is so bad. Like, some people just want to be heard. Well, yeah. Like, if you if someone's coming out to pull their feelings or, like, it's not easy to open up or express yourself. Yeah. So for you to try and express yourself and you're saying, oh, yeah, I've been, I've been through it before. I know I know exactly what you're going through. When this happened to me, you're just, you're just changing the conversation, not even letting someone speak. Exactly. And, it, and it's the worst thing, it's the worst thing ever, man. And not, not a lot of people understand that. And even if I'm, even if I, like, if I'm tying it back to just even just the working world, right? Mm-hmm. This is, and I think empathy, something I had to learn as well, right? But empathy is one of the most important things you can do, you can have and display. Because we're humans. As, as, but even like, even when you're in a leadership role, mm-hmm. one of the most important things, because like, bro, there's been bare times where I've had a grad, like a, a, a grad come out to me and say, oh, Alex, like, I feel like X, I feel like X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. 
And like, I remember the first the first time, right? I said, "Oh, I'll do I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll do this." But I said, oh. but after I was like, you know what? That's probably the wrong. Mm. That was the wrong way to go about it. So I went back to him. I said, "Look, like, tell me, tell me how you're feeling. Actually, break it down. Like, what can we do together mm-hmm. to kind of stop you from feeling like this and kind of have you have you develop." Yeah, you know I'm saying so. Just having a having a having a spin off of just about being just um, just aware, man. Yeah, for you know sure. I mean? And even like once again talking about leadership. When I was at Converse, yeah, like that, like my my leaders, my managers were were so like amazing at showing empathy because mm. even for example, where the whole Black Lives Matter situation happened in the workplace, mm. a lot of people were running and shying away from conversations in general. Like mm. I had friends saying like no one actually said anything to us or where but like the leaders were not saying like you know when people try to stir the conversation them saying oh like oh my black friends were saying this da, da, da. they legit gave us room to be heard to speak mm-hmm. without interrupting or without making it seem like yeah you know you know some people have to do be the heroes or mm-hmm. of the of the show do you know what i mean yeah so yeah regardless of race being able to really empathize with other people who struggle yeah. You haven't been through, but you can understand yeah. and you can be understanding of their of their struggles and yeah. want to be supportive of it as well, yeah, rather than yeah, yeah. saying, Oh, because it's them going through it, I don't it doesn't have any impact on me and I yeah. can't relate to it. Yeah. I think another thing of being fearless is having confidence to have difficult conversations. Yeah, oh my word. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like obviously, like I can understand not everyone can be bothered to have a difficult conversation, yeah. right? But I mean it's a part of life and you it's, it's actually such a part of life yeah. and that's one thing that I've had to work on as well man because naturally like like I said all the time I'm an introvert and I can I can be a shy person do you know what I mean and bro yeah. like one thing about me I used to hate speaking up but it's so bad no, like shying up. away from uncomfortable conversations mm. like at the time, it might feel good that, oh, wow, thank God I didn't need to raise this point. Mm-hmm. Thank God I didn't need to see how I feel. But you start building up some resentment mm-hmm. and, like, you just won't... Like, you just start seeing yourself in a different type of way. And this can happen in friendships, mm-hmm. relationships, work work situations and stuff like that. And, like, you know, there's people that speak so easily. Whenever they're not happy, they'll, 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 they'll say it. And I used to feel like, oh, like, why are they always talking about how... Da, 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 but... They're probably the most peaceful type of people. Do you know what I mean? Like they have so much peace because they're not holding nothing within. Yeah. Whereas you, you feel a certain type of way to someone because of something they've done. You're trying to let it slide. You're trying to like brush over it, but it's still there. And you just start seeing all these kind of things, all these passive aggressiveness or microaggressions kind of start popping up. Do you know what I mean? And if yeah. you look back at the root of it, it's because instead of you actually speaking up on how you felt, mm-hmm. you just let it slide. Or when someone's like, oh, do you have anything to say? You're like, no, I'm all good. Do you mm. know what I mean? And that's also one thing that I had to work on as well because even in relationships as well, it's proper, mm. proper yeah. toxic. Do you know what I mean? 100%. But it's part of life, isn't it? And the fact of the matter is you can either choose to be fearful or fearless. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You got to, like, which one, whichever one you pick, it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you've got to the, pick the your feeling, poison. The feeling of regret always weighs more than 100% actually regret will, action. The regret will, will eat you up inside yeah. still. And regret I think that's one thing inside. that really pushes me because I'm 
end of the day, no one wants to be on the deathbed and say, like, rah, like, I wish mm-hmm. I'd done what I said I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And not to get deep, but legit, the other day I was speaking to someone and they're like, are you scared of dying? Mm. And I legit said no, mm. because end of the day, I'm, I'm waking up every day, chasing my dream, mm-hmm. doing everything I can to mm-hmm. be the best person I can be. Yep. I'm actually living my life as fulfilled as I can. Yep. So when it's time, no one, there's, of course, with more time, I could achieve so much more, mm-hmm. but no one can say I didn't try. Mm. And do you know how, that's a, to me, that's like one of the best feelings ever because I know. It's fulfillment. There, yeah, there's, there's, I'm trying to make sure I leave with everything, mm. like nothing left in the tank. Like I'm, like I say all the time, down, down E, down do you know e, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, nothing yeah. left in the tank. Yeah. And right now I'm actually pushing the boat. I'm trying to step on that pedal. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And that's the thing. Once you kind of know that, okay, cool. Or doing everything you can or everything, you know that, wow, this is, mm. this is fulfillment. Do you know mm. what I mean? So, that's one thing that's, that's super, super important. Because once you have that feeling that like, you just kind of feel on top of the world. I think even having the confidence to to do just every... like Basically, you go, go against the grain of society, mm-hmm. right? Because fam is predictable. Mm-hmm. You go nursery, you go school, you go secondary school, college, university, you get a job, you work until you die. That is an average person's mm-hmm. life if they, if they even go on to further education. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? They don't, the average person still works mm. and they work until they die. Mm-hmm. They what, have a couple of kids, probably get a cat or a dog, go on holiday once a year. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they can afford the odd luxury here and there. Fam. Mm-hmm. That's Facts, how, yeah, do, you, do you know what I'm saying? It's predictable and it's just like, cool. Like, imagine, yeah. Now, imagine if every one of those average, those average people, right, I said, decided to, you know what? I'm going to stretch the pack. I'm going to mm-hmm. do everything I can do. Bro, the world would be a better mm-hmm. place. Do you know what I'm saying? So, it's just like, bro, people are, people are like, obviously not to get all morbid in that, but <clears throat> people are really out here dying mm. and like with mad ideas in their head, yeah. mad knowledge, like, like, like mad things like that have been created. The graveside is the richest place that's, on that's, the planet. That's what I'm saying. I mean? It's just like, you got to ask yourself, bro, do you want to be? Do you want to be that person? Mm-hmm. Like, do you want to be that guy? You got this mad idea in your head, but you can't even execute it because mm-hmm. you're six feet under. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And bro, those are the sort. That's the sort of questions that I think about on a daily. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Facts. It's like, bro, when I'm feeling like when I'm feeling like I can't be bothered, I'm getting out of bed, bro. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because, fam, you as I say, you got to stretch the pack. Mm-hmm. Like you got to stretch it. Do you know what I mean? It's it's mad. It's mad. And once again, like, you can legit take it as far and as wide Literally. as you want. Do you know what I mean? Like, like when people say the sky is the limit, the sky yeah. really is the limit. And I'm saying. Once again, it's down to so many things, man, from that, from that, from spending those three hours off in the trees. There, there yeah. was a lot of thinking time. Because yeah. you know when you're just on your phone, you don't really take time to yeah. process things and digest things. But like you said, like, legit, there's... Sky is the limit. You can take this as far as why. Because even while I was there, I was like, who the hell thought to do something like this? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's this guy called Ilui Kipchoge. Forgive me for butchering his name. But he's a marathon runner, right? Yeah. And before him, everyone thought it was impossible to run a marathon in under two hours. Mm-hmm. He managed to break that record by one minute. He'd mm-hmm. done it in an hour 59 mm-hmm. minutes. And 
that's just once again, like, the brain was programmed to be like, okay, you can run a marathon sub time about two hours or mm-hmm. two hours 20 and stuff like that. But until he actually pushed himself, that's when other people started doing it under two hours. Do you know what I mean? It's only I, impossible until it's done. Exactly. Like, exactly. Exactly. Bro, no one thought he was going to fly a plane, bro. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it seems impossible until it's done. Mm. Did you? And that's the thing. You can't write yourself off. You can't yeah. talk yourself off opportunities because you can actually do it. You can actually actualize your dreams. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and that's what I'm saying. People only thought it was possible because they saw it. Now, mm-hmm. now obviously, my man, Eluid, right? He he saw that and thought, yeah, I'm gonna change that. Mm-hmm. And if you just like, bro, the brain is a think about the brain as a computer, mm-hmm. right? You can reprogram something, mm-hmm. reprogram it to make it better, reprogram it to something different. All, all it takes is just reprogramming yeah. your mind. Facts. Like, okay, it's not it's not difficult. It might be like quite arduous mm-hmm. and long, but it's not hard. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think- Go I think environment plays such a huge role. Yeah. Like I you can also say it as well, but like in in the most humble way possible. Yeah. But like hanging around millionaires will show you it's not impossible to be a millionaire. Hundred. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Hundred percent. And like that's the thing that like, I remember, and it's so funny when I was speaking to my friends, like I think like two years ago, or three years ago, or like even a year ago. So they were like let me just get to 10k mm. <laughs> do you know what i mean mm. and now you start speaking to people like when i was um when i was like 19 20 i was listening to so this is the first like i gotta pay this guy so much juice because this is the guy who made me want to start a podcast mm. i was listening to a podcast called young smart money right mm. and for him all we ever did was interview agency owners that were 18 19 20 even younger sometimes mm-hmm making about 250k a year. Mm-hmm. And I used to be like, rah, like, how the hell is that possible? Mm-hmm. But you start to notice that it's kind of, it's it's not impossible firstly, and mm-hmm. that's even just the minimum. That's just scratching the surface, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And luckily, when you talk about reprogramming yourself, when listening to people like this, mm-hmm. you start to know that, okay, it's not possible. It's not impossible. Because for him to do it at 18, 19, clearly there's just a way to go about it. Mm-hmm. And then you start, finding out how it's possible by yeah. actually taking the first step. Yeah. And then you just got to keep going up. You start mm-hmm. seeing people who make half a mil, start mm-hmm. being around people who make a mil, you multi-millions, do you know what I mean? And that will show you and push you to, to yeah. know that it's not impossible, do you know what I mean? And that's a good segue into um, to something I want to highlight, right? Iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. So if you think, if you feel you're, you're around dead weight, don't feel no type of way about cutting off that dead weight because... If you're not constantly developing year on year, month on month, then like, what are you doing? Man, listen. Do you, know what I'm you can't like, let no one hold you back in this life, man. Like you got um, like, how can I explain it? It's you know when you you know when you have water that's still, mm-hmm. it gets all moldy. Do you know what I'm saying you that's have all get moldy. Yeah, you have all bug bacteria bacteria drops in it, bro. Yeah, but let's say bread. Okay, say bread. okay, cool. No, no, not not bread. Water. 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 Okay, when you have when you have still water, eventually, bacteria will grow in it. In a in a bottle, right? In a bottle, okay. in a pond, whatever. Whether it like water that's not flowing. Okay, that's not flowing, right? Him, yeah. I'm hearing it. I heard they. I got listen. I got. I'm getting some of this. Okay, yeah, sure. cool. Let's listen, guys. So yeah, so cool. 
Stuff will grow in it. It will become nasty. Algae will start to grow in it. Rare, rare, rare. You can no longer drink it now. You take a river, right? A river flows upstream to downstream into somewhere bigger. Do you know what I'm saying? It's going from somewhere small into somewhere bigger. And that's that life. You start from a you start from a baby, bro. You start small and you grow up into something big and boom. Think you gotta keep it. developing, developing, developing word, until you word, hit your word, seed. Word, you feel word, me? Word, word, you, word. You landed my point. Word, word, word. Think about it. Spoken think about word. it. But yeah, basically, that's what I'm saying. Cut like cut off dead weight. Iron sharpens iron. You mm-hmm. always gotta be constantly. And constantly I also developing. think you don't need to do it in such a savage way. No. I think just as you grow older, you start finding your tribe. And you can still have those friends like me, for example, bro. I got friends I get lit with, yeah. and I got friends I get rich with. Yeah, and luckily, facts. I can do the same with two of them as well. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, mix yeah. the groups together yeah. as well. But that's legit it. Like, you don't need to feel guilty for making new friends, for stepping out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Bro, I was 18 going to freaking networking events by myself. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Like, I was trying to bring my friends along, but they were like, nah, bro. Like, mm-hmm. that can't be, basically can't be asked. Like, mm-hmm. if I was waiting for them, Bro, I would not be anywhere near where I am. Mm. And that's not a dig to my friends because mm. my friends, like you say, have their best, my best interest. Mm. But what I want to do and what they want to do, man. Different. Do you know what I mean? And I can't force no one to face their fears. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And even just me going by myself helps me become more of a high agency person. Mm-hmm. So once again, you can't wait for, for anyone's permission. No, and like the world, every like as, as much as everyone likes to act too cool, mm-hmm. people want to make new friends. People want to make new relationships. If you go to certain places like networking events, mm. people are always open and intrigued to hear about you. Do you know what I mean? So it's choosing your environment and building relationships with, right. with these type of people as well. Went to an event on Sunday. Right. I've met so many, like, and I met so many people. Alex is with the big dogs now. You so, guys don't So understand. many Alex different... is gone. <laughs> yeah, Alex has changed. <laughs> But I met so many different types of people. Just like, yeah, mate, drop me a message, drop me an email, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, like, there's someone down in London, like, we'll chop up. Easy. Do you know what I'm saying? If we knew who Alex is talking about. Do you know what I'm saying? But. Nah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for sure. Some some big weights, heavyweights. Yeah. yeah but nah, for sure, man. Still... Nah, exactly that. But, um, yeah, to, to wrap it up, bro, what's your. Word or phrase for the week. My word or phrase. We said a lot this episode. Yeah. Fool. Um. Growth. Growth. Nah, it's not even growth. Actually, it's um. Nah, I got a phrase. Iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. Iron sharpens iron. I also just want to echo that it always seems impossible until, until it's, it's done. Because when I was on them ropes, bro. I was like, man, oh man, mm. what, what have I done? Yeah. Shoes, nah, what have you signed up for? Well, my thing is iron sharpens iron because like, bro, as in, I've seen people being, been held back because of who they're, who they're mm. surrounded by. And once they've made that chop, not necessarily on a bad brother thing, like, yo, I'm not yeah. going to stop, I'm going to stop chilling with you, but mm-hmm. you know what, like, you lot are there, man's going to do my yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Iron sharpens iron. And like, I carry that rhetoric Bro, and that ethos just through, throughout life, bro. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not it's nothing personal. Never, never. You always gotta make sure you're doing what's in your best interest as well. Exactly. So for sure. But mm. that's it, guys. Remember iron sharpens iron. Remember always seems impossible until it's done. And Fact. also focus on things that move the needle. Bow. Have a great week. Like, share, subscribe. Subscribe all that good stuff. Mm.